Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Joy Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. Uh, Esther chapter 9. I want you to turn back with Esther chapter number 3. Where in the world do we get the name Purim? What is the significance of Purim? And I'm so glad that you asked because it's quite simple and it's, uh, it's fascinating to see. If you'll look with me in chapter 3 in verse number 5, if you remember, Haman has encouraged King Ahasuerus to let to make everyone bow to him as he makes his way through town. Do you remember that? Haman, that rat, he wanted the praise of men. And he had, he had made this decree that everybody, as he made his way through town, should bow down to him. But there was one Jew named Mordecai who would not bow down to him. The Bible says in verse 5, And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. You remember that moment? Verse number 6. And he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. He thought, boy, this would be a waste of my time if I only killed Mordecai for not bowing down. And he says, so here's what I'm going to do. For they had showed him the people of Mordecai. Wherefore, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout all the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, even the people of Mordecai. This is that moment when Mordecai, when uh, Haman said, I'm going to kill Mordecai and all the Jews. So he gathers some counselors together. And the Bible says in verse number seven, in the first month, that is the month Nisan, in the 12th year of King Ahasuerus, they cast pur. You see that right there? So on the, in the first month of the year, in the first month of the year, they cast pur. That is the lot. What do they do? They cast lot. I don't know if they're flipping coins. I don't know if they're rolling dice. I don't know they're drawing straws, but they were flipping dice, flipping coins. They were casting lots to determine something. What were they casting lots to? They were casting purr. If you were to say casting lots, flipping the dice, they were purring the dice. They're casting purr. They're casting lots. You get that? They're casting purr, and here's what they do. They cast pur, that is the lot, before Haman from day to day. So they said, all right, this is the first month. Let's see, is it the first month, the first day? Nope, first month, second day? Nope, first month, third day, first month. They keep going until they've cast lots on all the months and all the days, and they land with their casting of lots on a very specific day. They cast lots on a very specific day, and they went from day to day and from month to month to the 12th month, that is the month Adair. How'd they figure out what day they were going to put all the Jews to sleep, or to kill all the Jews, I should say? They decided they'd kill all the Jews by casting purr. And so when it came time, after God had granted victory over all the evil of Haman, you know what they said? Since Haman said started casting lots, pur, let's name this great victory Purim. Purim. We named it Purim. Why? Because God gave great victory. Great victory. 
They cast lots per. The Bible says, verse 18, but the Jews of Esther 9, verse 18 of Esther 9, but the Jews that were at Shushan assembled together on the 13th day thereof, the 14th thereof, the 15th day of the same, they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. And they began this great feast, the Feast of Purim. There's a little bit of, of, a, of not discrepancy in this story, but if you pay attention, uh, on this one, the decree said on one day, the same day that it's been decreed for all the Jews to be put to death, the Jews can fight for themselves all over all of King Ahasuerus' provinces, right? But it just so happens in Shushan, the place where the king's sons live, and Haman had the greatest allegiance, Queen Esther says, we need to not only fight, and we need the the ability to protect ourselves today, we also need the ability to protect ourselves tomorrow. So they fought for two days. All the other provinces fought for one day. And so they come together at the end of this chapter, and they celebrate two days of Purim, two days of Feast of Purim, the celebration. This is a fun thing to me, the celebration of the Feast of Purim. It's something that's still going on today. In the Jewish community, all worldwide, for the Feast of Purim, for two days, the kids dress up. They dress up with costumes. The girls dress up in costumes like Esther. The boys dress up in costumes like Mordecai, and the unlucky boys have to dress up like Haman. And every time a kid dressed up like Haman speaks up, all the children... They spin these little rattles. They spin these little rattles called a Gregor. And anytime the Haman speak, they mute his voice with the little rattle. And they cry out, may his name perish. <laughs> they celebrate. The nation, the Jews, they go to the synagogue for the both the days of Purim. They go each, each day And while they're there, they read the story of Esther, an interesting little fact. You remember all those 10 names of Haman's sons, how hard they are to say? It's the tradition of the Jews, the person who reads the record. They have to say all 10 names in one breath. Can you imagine that? Some of the names, I can't say one name in one breath. But I've got to find a recording. They say all 10 names in one breath. Why? Because they all died at the same time. And God's people have this feast of purity. What is the point? Is it just a good time to dress up? No. What's the point? Is it just a, a good time to make fun of Haman? No. Why the feast of Purim? I'll tell you. It's a time to remember. Will you look with me? In chapter number 9 and verse 28, so we bring this to a conclusion. Chapter number 9 and verse 28, the Bible says, and that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family, every province, and every city, and that these days of Purim should not fail from among the Jews nor the memorial of them perish from their seed. Why did it, why was it important to Mordecai and Esther? Why did God use these people to institute the feast of Purim? Why? Because it was important that God's people remembered what God did. 
Now, this is an interesting thing. If you look at the Old Testament and you look at the way God thinks, and we should, we should pay attention to the way that God thinks. We should pay attention to the things that God thinks is important. One thing that God is constantly doing throughout all the Old Testament and it rolls into the New Testament is reminding God's people to remember God. I could give you lots of examples. One of the most prominent examples is when the nation of Israel is led out of Egyptian bondage and they cross through the Red Sea, they're commissioned to put stones out to remember, right? And through the Jordan, they're, they're asked to, they're required of the Lord to put stones out to remember what? Remember what God had done. And there's many other examples, but another example, as we move into the New Testament, God has commissioned the church to keep up with two ordinances. One is baptism. Why? Why do we baptize? Well, we baptize. It's an outward expression of an inward faith. We know that. And it's a picture of the cross. Baptism is a picture of the cross and a reminder that Jesus died on the cross when we stand in the water. The water crosses our body. It's a picture of the cross that Jesus died on. When we go under the water, it reminds us that Jesus died on the cross and was buried. When we come out of the water, it reminds us that Jesus rose again. And when we get saved and follow the Lord in baptism, we identify with Jesus, his death, his burial and resurrection, and we remember what Jesus has done for us. The other of the two church ordinances, the Lord's Supper. You said, I learned how to read. I've been in church since I got drugged to church when I was little, a baby, and I'm thankful for that. I learned how to read, reading this do in remembrance of me. The communion table. Why did the Lord want us to break the unleavened bread and drink the fruit of the vine, the juice, why? So we could put it in our mouth and it turns into the body and blood. No, so we could remember that we were reminded that the reason we come to church is because Jesus Christ's body was broken so that we could be saved from sin and his blood was shed so it could wash away our sins. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remissions of sin. And why do we do what we do? We do it so we'll remember. And God's mind works this way. He knows his creation, fallen man, in our sinful condition. We forget God. And so he told Esther, he told Mordecai, he led them, he said, start something. We'll make a little spin on the foolishness of Haman when he cast lots, when he cast purr, and we'll call the feast Purim, and you remind people from now on, as long as people are on this earth and there's Jewish people and Christian people, you remind them to remember what I did and how I orchestrated and how the victory is in following God. You remind them. Every generation, every nation, every group, every person, you remind them. The feast of Purim, the feast of Purim, the feast of Purim. You remind them what God did. You know what it it reminds me to do? It reminds me to be faithful, to always remind us of God's word. God called the preacher of the, the, the local church to preach the word. The most important work that the preacher can do in the local church is to study and preach the word. Why? 
Can't you read it for yourself? Yeah, you could probably read it for yourself, or some of you could preach it better. But God's given me the responsibility to read it, to preach it, apply it, and remind us that we need God. Remind us that God is our hope. Remind us that Jesus is our Savior. Remind us. I would never forget what God's done. Now we set up reminders along the way that we are a fallen people in need of a righteous God and a loving Savior, and we have it in Jesus Christ. You see, the first feast of Purim was set up to remind us that we need God. And may we never forget it. You know, it's really sad. I've talked to folks today, faithful preachers. Two faithful preachers I've talked to today. They believe God. They believe God's word. They faithfully preach God's word for many, many years. Both of them have been tasked with following some young buck who's denying the deity of Christ, the authority, the word of God, the standard of the Bible. And I just pray with God's help that we'll remember, that we'll remember, not only we remember, but we'll raise up children and teenagers and we'll raise up folks that not only remember that God is faithful, but know that God is faithful. And God's word is our sole authority for faith and practice. And may we faithfully and always stand on the word of God. If you ever wonder what our ultimate purpose is, we're sharing the gospel and seeing people saved. And uh, that's wonderful and it's right and it's primary. That God's tasked us with the responsibilities of a local church to make sure that there's a bright spot in the town of Chilhow, in our community, and even all over the world that reminds people that our hope is found only in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Bible, God's Word. And may we never make apology for it. Uh, it's a Purim, right? It's a, it's a feast. It's a reminder. I want to be reminded again and again and again and again and again and again and again that we need God. The first feast of Purim, what a sweet time it was. Victory and celebration. And we have every reason to celebrate the goodness of God. And may we be reminded of how good he is. Let's Thank you for listening today to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a ministry of faith of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. For more Bible preaching, visit us at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com or download our app wherever you get your apps, Chilhowee Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.